Welcome to another episode of the Leadership Download. Um, here with Travis Van Dusen, a good friend of mine, and uh, my name is Cameron Singh, uh, and we're here to talk all about leadership. Today, we're going to be focusing on um, becoming a leader people love to follow. You know, employees say that the main areas in which their leaders can improve are leadership and emotional intelligence. Where are you taking me? Where are we going? How are you treating me? You know, to be a leader, people love to follow. We need to care about people. Yeah, absolutely. You know, we, we discussed this in a, in a prior uh, prior recording, but you know, we talk about that idea that, that people genuinely want to know that you care before they really care of anything that you have to say. So so they really begin to ask like those questions you just, you just asked is, are, are you taking me in a, in a good direction? You, can I trust? Uh, the direction we're moving in, you know, maybe I don't, I don't see all the answers, but yet I, I trust that you have my, my, my best intentions at heart. So therefore I will, I will trust you and, and, and move forward with you. Another thing I'd add in there is also, is people are always thinking about, you know, they're asking you, can, you know, where are you taking me? You know, how, how are you treating me? But they're also asking a question is, can you really help me? So, I mean, so there's, there's a, there's a competency there. There's a there's trust there. There's influence there. There's there's a couple of factors that that come into us being people that uh, people want to follow. Yeah, Travis. You know the key is is as a leader is having the heart to care, care for people and the well-being of others. Uh, Craig Rochelle says it well. There's a big difference between a leader who is popular and the one who is respected. You know, you may be popular if you are respected but you'll never be respected if you're trying to be popular. Um, you know, one thing I know we've talked about this before is you can't win over the whole team. You will never will. If you're trying to be that, that popular, you know, that everyone likes you as a leader, it's not going to happen. And, you know, when a team serves a great and trusting leader, they feel valued, inspired and empowered. And as leaders, we need to focus on these qualities to become that leader that people love to follow. No, I, I think that you're right. The, the, one of the most uh, impactful things we could do for our team is is to let them see their their impact and in, in, in what what we're doing. Right. So when people realize that, hey, that my leader values who I am, they value my contribution to the team, that that's that really sets us up to be. Uh, people that um, that are desirable to to follow. Um, when when it's all about the leader, when it's, when everything always has to come back to the credibility of the leader, or or or, or it's all about you know what has the leader accomplished, and they take all the credit, and they you know they give this give this persona that they solve all problems on their own. Leaders. That's a turnoff. Leaders are not interested in, in, in being around those. Or followers are not interested in being around those kinds of people. But when you can communicate very clearly, you know, you matter. Your contribution matters. What you do for the team is, you know, it matters. And, you know, we you know, we're thankful that you're here. You're, you're off to a great start and in, in, in building that kind of influence you need uh, for people to want to follow you. Yeah, Travis, it can be so simple to show that you love your team. You know, sim simple things saying such as, I notice, you matter. 
you know, I found this to be helpful in my leadership as well, is by being observant, you know, walking around the office, asking questions. Um, you know, right now I'm in a new environment, in a new environment, and trying to understand that. Asking, I'm asking so many questions to our team and other leaders on our team. Um, and it's so important also when you see a team member doing something great, you let them know that you've noticed and show that they matter. And there are several ways that you can show that they matter. It doesn't have to be monetary. It can just be simply, um, you know, you just saying, you know, great job. I noticed, I noticed that you did, uh, you went above and beyond to, to do that task. You know, let them know the effort they're putting into the work matters to you and in the org and the organization. Yeah, I, I can't say enough that, you know, sometimes as, as leaders, we, we get we get hung up on this idea that all motivation has to come from uh, from from a financial benefit. While I mean, obviously, we all are motivated at some level by by money. Um, you'll find that money is not not always the, the the centralized driver for for people who for for great followers for people who are really making a difference in your organization. You know, so so simply showing your appreciation, you know, often I say, you know, you, you should always do your appreciation in, in public. Let people see uh, your appreciation rec and recognize them. And, and I also suggest you do that as, as soon as possible. You know, don't wait till, you know, weeks later to recognize somebody for what they did. Do it in the moment. So because when they feel that they, they feel that gratification that comes from that thankfulness they also relate it to doing a good job and they'll want to continue to to push and strive for uh that recognition and that appreciation so doing it often and doing it doing it consistently you know right after or, or 24 hours after is is going to help you be successful in, in, in just giving that recognition yeah and uh you know the number one reason why people leave organizations is they feel undervalued you know, it's, we want to appreciate more as leaders than you think you should, and then double it. And that's how you um, promote being a you-centered leadership, where it's not all about me, myself, and I. It's about you, the team that you're leading. Uh, you know, Maya Angelou, you know, I've heard this quote several times. It's, she says, I've heard that people will forget what you said. People will forget what you did, but people will never forget how you made them feel. And that is so true. I mean, I've seen this, you know, just, you know, running errands. It's, it's not about what the person did for you, but how you made them feel. You know, a simple, a simple conversation at the checkout lane at your grocery store, um, you know, can be remembered. You know, you'll remember how that person made you feel. No, you're absolutely right, and and, and I can it, when you were telling making those comments, it, it flashed me back to um, a company that I worked for um, in the past that didn't do a very good job of of showing appreciation for uh, other people. Um, what really came down to in the end of the at the end of the day was the the, the leader who was my boss, my direct report was very a very egocentric leader they 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 fed off their own ego so therefore they 
they often would they often centralized everything on themselves and made it all about them and and I can remember as you know I was a leader in that organization but I was also a follower on some levels as well um, and I can remember how I felt often just feeling being in a very uncomfortable place where I never knew whether I, I was in good standings or or negative standings with uh, my company because I, I never got a, a, a I never got positive feedback or negative feedback from uh, my direct reports and when we when you when you're around a leader who often will not give you credit and not and won't give you that praise when when it's when it's when it's when it's due um, you 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 have almost zero commitment to that leader. I can remember during that time period like you know I I was willing to basically take whatever option was next. Like there was no, um, in fact, I was willing to take a pay, pay cut in some situations to, to get away from that atmosphere. And then I can remember on the on the flip side of that, I can remember stepping into an organization, it's actually the organization I work for now, that uh, when I walked in the door and I began to make progress and having success, you know, that was met with appreciation. That was a met with, uh, you know, with with, you know, recognition of, hey, you're doing a great job. And and, and that just kind of filters throughout the, the company, you know. But I will add one quick little thing in there also, though, that, you know, we provide that positive feedback. We provide that positive feedback. And that also sets us up to be able to have positive conversations when things are wrong as well. You know, so when we when we often praise people for doing good work it also sets us up to still be able to have a positive conversation when we need correction you know so if we're always if we if we're never say anything and then suddenly someone fails and our immediate response is to now suddenly we're we're we're, we're attacking them almost with their their failure there there's no balance there so therefore they they just kind of feel like they've been uh, kind of beat down and, and not being respected. You're right, Travis. And, you know, oftentimes, I think we talked about it in a previous episode um, about, you know, that negative feedback. You know, we want to, our purpose as leaders is to inspire people. And inspiration is more about pulling out the best of what's in your employees. And when we're having these, you know, both positive discussions and, you know, where we have to start holding people accountable, it's inspiring them to do better. Um, you know, motivation may be urging people to do something they don't necessarily want to do, but inspiring is just trying to pull out the best of them. And, you know, being an aspiring leader does not always mean giving these impassioned speeches about, oh, we're gonna do great things, our future is great. Um, you know, it's all gonna be great. Now, being optimistic, having a posture of humility setting that clear vision and consistently following through and being empathetic. These are all inspiring to the people around you. No, you're, you're absolutely right. I mean, so if you're, if you're always in that, like you said, if you're always in that mode of being happy and cheerful and cheering people on, people also will pick up on that being kind of fraudulent. So make sure that you, as I heard one of my mentors once tell me, he says, you know, make sure that when you praise, you praise very specifically. Don't just walk into the room and say, hey, great job. Walk into the room and say, great job. You did a really good job on that report. Because 
when people always hear a very vague uh, congratulations or, or, or this a very vague, hey, you're doing a great job, um, that can also sound unauthentic, but it can also be misleading when a week later you come back and say, hey, we need to talk about your performance in, in this area. So you, when you praise specifically, you say, hey, you did a really good job on that report. And a week later, you got to go say, hey, you know, um, we, we need to work on uh, how you spoke to that employee. There's not a conflict of saying, well, you just told me last week I was doing a good job and now I'm not. Now they're going to remember you told me I did a good job on that report. But now we're having a conversation about getting better as as you know, in our, in our conversations with an employee. So when we when we're intentional about how we how we build that praise, then we we ultimately will have a better relationship with the employees, and, and ultimately they'll 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 be comfortable following you. You're right, Travis. And also, you know, we have to have the willingness to empower our team. You know, it's great to inspire them, and how we can further that is empowering them. You know, the best leaders unleash higher performance through empowerment, not by command and control. And as a leader, if you think you need to control everything, you're the one getting in the way of progress. <laughs> no, you're absolutely right. Um, it, it, I, I was like this early in my management. You know, I, I felt like I had to uh, be in the office for every little event that happened, everything that every everything that happened on, on the ramp. And I felt like I had to be present in every moment. And what I actually found is I ended up overworking myself and under undervaluing my team. You know, uh, one of the goals as a leader is that we should be finding ways to delegate off the task and empowering our our, our, our teammates with the task that they um, that they can take off of our plates, so that we can then focus on the the things that we actually need to focus on. So this that idea of being willing to empower is kind of a twofold situation. You have the ability when you empower someone else to do a task, you're not only a, a, a giving them the, the the green light to then go out and make things happen on their own, but you're also removing a task off of your plate that now you can then turn on and focus on the things that only you can focus on, which is ultimately what a leader sh leader should be doing. Yeah, right, Travis. I remember early on in my leadership, uh, when I first stepped into a leadership role, I was one that was, um, yeah, I needed to be involved in everything. I needed to have that control. You know, everything needed to happen a certain way. And I got, I was exhausted. You know, it came to a point where I was exhausted and then I needed to, to, to shift the way I was leading. Um, and I started delegating. And delegating doesn't mean that I need to be there to see everything happen, but it means trusting your team to be able to, you know, you don't need to be the one solving all the problems where involve your team members in solving the problem and solving the problems and, you know, improving the work environment. Uh, you know, even if they don't make the right call, we help them learn on, you know, what, what are some other options that could have been done. Um, no, that's 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 so true. Because because the other thing I, I like to add there, and this is one of the things that I've realized, is that if you believe, and I, and, I, and I absolutely love this because this this hit me right between the eyes, you know, years a couple of years ago when when I finally realized this is if you really believe that you have to be involved in every everything that goes on in the business or in your company or 
whatever you're leading. If you feel like you have to be there for every moment and be involved in every touch point and, 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 and every decision that's made, you are really, really, really have some have a problem with number one, probably with a little humility, but you're also overvaluing your self in that in that scenario. You know, I was convinced at one point that it, it, my presence literally changed the dynamic of everything going on in the business, and to, for me to actually believe that my my presence changed things that dramatically is really just thinking too much of myself. You know, we're, we're not that good. We really aren't. We're just not that good. So when we come to that realization that, you know, the best thing we can do for our team is to empower our team to to make these decisions and do these things, we we begin to realize that there's we're not here to do this alone. We're, we're, we're And in fact, a lot of times I've delegated things and they end up doing it better than I could have ever done it in the first place. Yeah, and that's the best part, Travis, is when you when you delegate something and they actually do it better than you would have done. Um, it's it's a good it's a good feeling. Um, however, uh, someone that would be sent a leader that's centered around themselves would not appreciate that. Um, you know, a rule of thumb is as a leader, you want to make the decisions that you only you can make. You want to delegate the rest. And you want to empower your team by telling them you decide. Um. No, that's 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 so true. I mean, just just to kind of add on there, you know, it's it, it, it's important that you you take on the tasks that only you can take on. You know, one of the one of the exercises that I've done with a couple of clients in the past is is when they give me that that whole excuse, I'm too busy, I have too much going on, and in my day, um, you know, uh, I can't even focus on the things that really matter. Uh, I have them sit down and write out a list. And I say, what are the things in your organization that really, let's be completely truthful, completely transparent. What things in your organization are truthfully only things that you can do? Like you as the GM, you as the, the VP or the executive or operations manager, or whatever level that you're at, what are the things that you are now doing that you can honestly say without a shadow of a doubt, you and you only you can be doing? When that when you when they do that, the list of about 20, 25, 30 things that's freaking them out every day usually dwindles to under five or six. And then they realize, my goodness, there's there's I'm I'm really uh I'm really, you know, not being as productive as I really could be if I was just simply delegate some of these tasks. In fact, some of these tasks, they are not willing to delegate. Literally anybody in their organization can do, but they, they, they like doing it or they, or they just, uh, they've always had just a decision to be stubborn to always want to do it themselves. But realizing that you're just not that good and that if you delegate this more than likely, they're going to be able to do it just as good, if not better than you, then you're, you're, you're in the right mindset. Yeah. And um, our last area in terms of, you know, becoming a leader people love to follow is really the courage to be real, real, humble, and vulnerable. Now, leadership is not about power, authority, or pride. Your posture as a leader should be the first thing that you work on. Uh, be authentic and vulnerable and understanding and kind. 
expect a lot and work hard. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you said it. I mean, it, it really is. It, we, as leaders, it, it, we're, we're not to lord our authority over people. We're not, we're not there to, 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 to exude power and, and show people how, how much more great, how greater, much greater we are than them. Really, when you accept leadership, you, you are there to serve your people. Well, one of the things that I often remind uh, other managers is that, you know, as a manager or as a, as a leader, you are almost a, a non-essential piece of the puzzle in a lot of scenarios. Like, you know, for, for me, you know, my, the company I work for, they, they, they service aircrafts. And the reality is, you know, as I, as I lead the team and, and, and kind of work from the office and, and, and kind of do things on the ramp, the reality is the work itself is actually done by the frontline employee. So, understanding that you know you can't do it without them uh gets rid of that pride and gets rid of that kind of power trip and you realize that while you are the leader the ultimate your responsibility is to take care of your team you're tasked with taking care of the people who are in your care and when you the quicker you can get to that conclusion the quicker you're going to be successful in, in leadership and management Yeah, Travis, thank you. To, thank you for that. Um, is that it? I think so. So 108. And then. Uh, yeah. you wanna, so you, am I closing? Uh, did, did, did I do the intro? Yeah, so I'll close. Uh, OK. Do you have any closing thoughts you want to jump right in after that? And then. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Go ahead with that. Yeah. So let's really work towards, you know, becoming a leader. People love to follow, you know, try this week, a challenge you all this week, tell team members that you lead. I notice you and you matter. And it can truly make a difference in your leadership and uh, the context that you may lead in. No, absolutely. You know, the, and, and the more consistency you bring, the more consistently you bring that to the table, showing that appreciation, acknowledging the things are doing well. And, 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 and really that one thing you have to work on is focusing on. It's not about you. It's, 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 it's not about you. Get rid of the pride. And when you do that, you will become a person people want to follow. So let's go out there and, and let's, let's lead with humility Let's get let's 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 get rid of the pride and let's focus on taking care of our people first. I thank you guys for joining us and we'll catch you guys in the next meeting. Have a great night. Peace. <laughs> oh I'm in the record. That's it, right? For recording, right? Yeah.